Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Do you know what I miss? What? I miss TV dinners. Did you eat those a lot growing up as a kid? Of course. Yeah. Like good old kids cuisine. I, well, no. Here's the thing. I never got to, remember the commercials for kid cuisine? And we're really dating ourselves right now. Talking about kid cuisines. I mean, we, I think all of our friends at this point are around the same age. They get it. (laughs) True. They came in the blue packaging. That little penguin. Penguin. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a discount version. Oh God. You know? (laughs) And I remember like, that's what we had. But there was like a, wasn't there like a tuna, tuna or a fish or something? Mm. Was there a fish? We only ate fish sticks. We didn't eat like a, there was a fish, fish one. No, oh, it could have been. That would not have been the one that I would have picked out. That's the one I think that was always on sale. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 for 10. 10 for here, you're going to have right, just clean it cancer up. later. You can have it. Right. <laughs> oh man, I love those. There was one that, um, it was like the fried chicken and the mashed potato block. And it was like an apples or something? And then an apple yeah. and then like that brownie. And it was weird because the brownie always got like rock hard around the edges and it was like one soupy good in bite. the middle. <laughs> but then the mashed potatoes was always fucking frozen. Like you always had to like, <laughs> I'm like, why is that the thing that like sticks together? Like the chicken's like overdone at this point, but the mashed potatoes like, now nah, we good. They never got it right. <laughs> they never got it right. I'm like, yeah. This sh- <laughs> the chicken could be on fire, right? And the mashed potatoes are like, like lukewarm. Like, oh my god! You still have that frozen bite. And you're like, God bless it. <laughs> I, know. I know. No, I think it had carrots or c- corn. Oh, and the corn always like that was almost like Gross. a spark too. Like it could go into flames at any minute. TV dinners. Oh, Our man. kids will never experience that. Not the way that we did. No, no. I think TV dinners. The closest now they is come like, is like a corn dog. Oh man, my kids love a corn dog. Oh no, it's the closest they get. They yeah. don't they don't have that kid cuisine. No. Like, that was like cutting edge. And that was like you <laughs> like your mom worked. Right. Yeah. And you're like TV dinner tonight? Yes. And we and I don't know if y'all were the same, but like canned vegetables were it. Like we ate so many canned vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like I never knew fresh vegetables <laughs> existed. <laughs> I mean I did later on in life, but what I remember when like my elementary school years, like it was like everything was creamed and so in this oh. like and if you're not in, like in the South, like what creaming means, and that is, I know it sounds so sexual and gross, but hang with it, me. It it didn't until you said that. I know, I'm like, oh, I know, but it just it just I don't sounds think weird. It's not sex and cream corn. I just it don't just is weird. So, um, no, it's not cream corn in the can. It's the where so say you have like peas mm-hmm. and you want to make them like I don't know why this is you put like flour and like butter and milk and like it would cream them like cream so, your peas. so creamy peas. <laughs> And like my mom would make creamy lima beans, which I'm like, I Aww. still this day, I have never met a lima bean I really loved. I mean, I'll eat it, but yeah, I wasn't a lima bean fan either. But my like, mom loved them. But I, I know. Like, These are gross. I'm like, you're trying to jazz up a vegetable, like stop putting flour in it, like right. legit flour <laughs> and milk and butter. Like, does anyone, please message me if your parents did this because, yeah. but of course, you know, no. that's just, I mean, Kentucky spinach, but like, I think that's the only vegetable that we ever creamed in our house. No. <laughs> gross <laughs> i know it's so wrong but yet i ate it all the time and this oh, is why gosh. i don't I'm, I'm not too shocked when i'm like 
if I don't like something, I'm like, oh, I really don't like that. I know. It is weird when you don't like, like something. I'll eat it, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> you're a garbage gut. Like, I don't understand. When you're like, I don't like that. I'm like, really? That's that's okay. where you draw the line? I'm like, right. yes. I've seen what you put in your mouth. That's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, you know, I do. I miss those. I think, that, like, the, the closest thing to a TV dinner nowadays is, like, when you go to Kroger and those prepared meals are at the, the front of the store. <laughs> and those, like, fresh packaging. And like, right. Tell it's you like, hello, Ready fresh. And I'm like, that, no. See, the TV dinners pave the way for you to be here today, people. They pave the way for you. You don't know. Know your story. role. Right. Know your role. Hello, fresh. Yeah. I mean, Kid Cuisine was, like, hello, fresh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just it was our hello fresh frozen and not fresh <laughs> i know like ooh. but yeah we got i mean it they was, were so good and it was spaghettios did you use spaghettios <gasps> i uh, still have a love affair with spaghettios i'm like okay. i i know that i sh- okay, okay. I, I always regret eating them like I, whenever i try them question like, do you heat them up or do you eat them out of the can i've done both okay. i will do both yeah i mean i'm pretty much sure that i survived my 20s with spaghettios out of the can i mean i would i was going fancy if i heated that shit up I was like, mm. oh, I know, right? Get spicy tonight. I'll heat up my spaghettios. I mean, I was broke. Broke ass bitch. I still love spaghettios. I, mean, they I can't get my kids to touch them within a no. 10 foot hole. I have a can just sitting in my, my pantry, and they're like, don't even pop that top. I'm like, come on. Like, nope. Not doing it. I know. I'm like, don't you want that taste of metallic? Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? It says tomato paste, but is it really? <laughs> <laughs> tomato paste like substance it? and what's the what's the meatball like what kind of meat is that it's like unidentifiable meat i don't know but i loved it i love the hot I dogs too. too oh see i could not get down with a hot dog in a can <laughs> no well see i used to eat vienna sausages right canned meat i drew the line i mean tuna is <laughs> one thing but like a know. sausage i've never even had spam yet but i'm like i think i have to go to hawaii to eat it like mm-hmm. i would totally eat spam but only in hawaii that's where i draw the line okay well, <laughs> when and if we ever get to I'm travel bo- again, I'm bougie. <laughs> you can eat your spam in Hawaii. Why have we not brought this up? I don't know. Why I, have we not brought this up about what's taking place at on Friday? Um, That's the, what we need to discuss. Oh, shit balls! You're right. I Extra know. crispy. Well, okay. There's two things <clears throat> happening. Well, there's a couple. Yeah. One, it's Friday the thirteenth. Ah, which shit. I didn't even realize I put that together until like two days ago, and I was like, damn it. But two. Okay. My bestie from college, Miss Kristen, is getting married on Friday, so I'm super excited. I'm actually I love that she's getting married on Friday the 13th. That is so her energy. It is, and I don't think I even put that together until literally last week. I was like, oh my God, you're getting married Friday the 13th on 2020. I'm like, Jesus, what is going to (laughs) happen? Are you going to burst into flames? Are there going to be werewolves at your wedding? I don't know. (laughs) Are zombies going to come out? Are you in the woods? Right. What's happening? Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm leaving today. To mm-hmm. go to DC and be with her, and then the fam will come and meet me a little bit later on this week. So I'm very excited to to do that. Um, so, but it is a bittersweet day because we got the news last night that our children are going back into NTI, NTI. which means that they will be home learning at home. And I'm sure a lot of you guys traditional instruction. Yes, um, your kids may not have been able to get back to school, mm-hmm. and like I get that. Um, but Ours when you're were. I feel like when you've, you've gotten a little taste of that, the freedom, the, uh, yeah, freedom, freedom's a good word for it. Um, and they got a taste of it too. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know last night when we told the girls, they were, they, they were crying. Yeah. Th- they were angry. I'm angry. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make a quick note like, yes. that we understand that school is not daycare. 
It, oh, yes. And it's not, it was never seen as such. And that is not why we wanted our kids to go back. There's other reasons that we wanted our kids to go back. And we understand laws, provisions, restrictions put in place to keep yes. everybody safe. We want those to, we uh, want and we support the fact that if, if our school system thinks that right now it's not safe for our yes. kids to go back, we are totally on board with that 100%. Um, I think for, for both of us, because I think we both have kids that like really flourished with in-person learning. And that is where I think it's it's mm-hmm. hard um, when you watched your kid struggle for as long as they did with the in-home stuff like last year and then a little bit of in-home stuff this year to really get back in the classroom and they were really just knocking it out of the park. It is hard to is watch hard. them and to know that like that's going to be not an option for them right now. So hopefully we'll... Yeah get everything under control again or, or it yeah. be in the blue, orange, red, I don't know, whatever color needs to be yeah. the green light. <laughs> right. Maybe it's green. I don't, I don't know. There's so many colors. I feel that we will do the work. We'll keep it as optimistic as possible. Yeah. But I never shame emotions. If you are angry about something, why not? Be angry. You can be angry. Yes. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today is women and anger. Women and anger and why this is such a hard topic for non-women <laughs> to get behind <laughs> I know um, right and I think I think other women feel this way too but it, I know that from a very young age girls are taught to not be angry don't show your emotions don't not maybe just not show your emotions but don't show your anger like mm-hmm. oh don't don't be angry about this or you know like don't Put it. Put on a strong face. You don't need to be mad about this, or it's okay. We can, you, that is always an excused emotion for girls, and that's bullshit. Because men, when they're angry, can be assertive. Women, when they're angry, are just emotional, and they're unstable. Are they viewed as oh, she's just being a crazy bitch? I'm like, no, motherfucker. I have an opinion. I'm angry, and I'm allowed to tell you that, and I'm allowed to show you that. So I don't. I don't love how it's always kind of put into like you're angry and then you're crazy. And I I feel like that narrative just needs to go away. Mm -hmm. And there's two things to that. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I can call myself crazy because I have that right. You call me crazy. makes me get more angry. So stop. Like that's another thing. Right. And so that's where I feel like the narrative is like, well, you call yourself crazy. I'm like, well, you know what? I have that right. I mean, if I want to call myself that, <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know how many times you heard this growing up be more ladylike. Mm-hmm. Like, can we, that's the one that needs to be banished. Can we just do away with that word? It, because I don't understand what, what is ladylike. Right. And I don't. And ladylike to me was like, sit pretty, smile, right. cross your legs, be polite. And, yeah, be polite. Always, you know, and, and I'm not saying any of those need to go away. Like I'm, you can, those behaviors. you can be polite. You mm-hmm. can, you know, still be respectful in a situation. Um, but I also think that you, like, we are in a time where you don't have to like define that behavior as this is just for girls and or this is to be lady like you have to do a b and c i don't believe that to be true i, I mean i'm a lady and I'm like, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that i can't use four little words that doesn't mean that i can't have my own opinions that doesn't mean that i can't be angry when i'm angry like i can't right. show you that but that's like that's where i would love to see this be more of an open conversation for 
you know, for kids. And I know like in our houses, like we cherish celebrating emotions. And like when you're angry, be angry. Like it's okay. Because we get angry. We get angry. I show my kids that all the time. I mean, I'm not always the best example of like what to do when you get angry. <laughs> but I also need them to know that that is okay. Like you are not a bad person because you have anger and you choose to show it. Now, don't hit anybody. Don't, you know, like, there are ways to do it. And then that's what you're here to do. Like you are learning as a, a an adolescent on how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's And it's okay if you don't know right out of the gate how to operate with that. That's fine. Like I, no one's asking you to do that, but we're just asking you along the way that, okay, these are the ways that you can do it. These are the way that are not constructive to do it. Mm-hmm. Hitting when you're angry, not constructive way to deal with your anger. That's That's just, no. Calling names when you're angry, you can't take those back. Like you can't unhear what someone says about you. So those words that come out have a lot of weight. They have a lot of power. They do. Be careful when you use them. But we're not giving them the opportunity. I feel like it's like a, sh- and I, it's the trigger word. But you do, we do kind of shame this yeah. um, this immense emotion coming out. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm raising two boys as well, and so mm-hmm. you know I am getting a little bit of the double dose. Um, they they react. They're very reactive boys, which that's fine. You can be reactive, mm-hmm. and um, but I do know that my daughter. She's more even kill. But mm-hmm. when she does pop off, I'll tell you what, everybody listens. Yeah. But another thing, I've even, as a female, when she gets angry, mm-hmm. I've noticed I react to her differently than I do the boys. Mm-hmm. I've noticed as a mother, and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. it's even instilled in me. Like, I'm going to, I'm, I have to reprogram my brain because I'm coming into like a lot of different things emotionally and. When I got back into the other day, um, I talked about that in the previous episode, I got really uncomfortable and I felt this overwhelming sense I had to be like polite and like smile. And in my brain, I was like, fuck that. Right. Like, why? And so I was like in internal tw- turmoil while this guy is like trying to talk to me. I'm like, have my daughter with me. I'm just like, what is this saying? You know, and I was yeah. just in this weird microcosm of weird emotions going on in my body and so I'm more of a fight or flight and I like to dip. Yeah. And I dipped. <laughs> yeah. And my biggest point was that I felt he wasn't being creepy. It just made me uncomfortable. Right. So why did I have to uh, reward this uncomfortable feeling with politeness? Yes. Because and that's that was what you've forced. been. Yeah. That's yes. what you've been in trained in like just instilled to do. Like and just smile. Mm-hmm. There's um, a or really we're told to smile. How many times? Oh my God. If And this is, <laughs> um, there's a the good place i know that you've watched the show and i don't want to give away spoilers to any of this but there's a character on there and he's just kind of like a like a pompous asshole oh yeah totally and um he's like great character why why can't i why can't i tell women to smile why can't they're like don't do that just don't if you're a guy don't tell a woman to smile even if you think it'll make her prettier it's none of your damn business why she's not smiling so don't tell her to smile it's all good. It's none of your business. Maybe it doesn't mean she's angry. Maybe right. she's in deep thought. Maybe right. she's trying to remember her grocery list. Right. Listen, it ain't on you. It ain't your place to tell her to smile. Me brightening your day shouldn't be upon me. Right. You brighten your own day. Get all right. You, get yourself a lollipop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, uh, right. that's another thing. There's um, a great TED Talk um, from, it's called the, the Power of a Woman's Anger by Soraya Chamali that title alone it's great um but she talks about (laughs) there's as a woman 
in your mind, you're thinking when you get upset, when somebody says something to you, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they fucking said that. Like, this is just crazy, blah, blah, blah. But the words that come out of your mouth are, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) So true. It's so true. Like, if you ever hear the words, I'm sorry, what, come out of a woman's mouth, back away and just listen. Mm -hmm. Because she wants to tell you something, but she's trying to formulate how to do it. Because as a woman... We have to be very articulate and careful on how we choreograph what we're going to say. And that is an unfair disadvantage that women have in our society. And the thing that strikes me, um, when Kamala Harris and Mike Pence had their uh, debate. Epic. Like the amount of, and I I saw this someplace and I, I wish I had it in front of me to give it credit, but it was like the amount of mental Olympics she had to go through in that conversation because she had to make sure she didn't come off too angry. She had to make sure that she was poignant, that her things you know, were fact-checked, that the things that she was saying made a point, but the delivery had to be just right. Mm-hmm. And it had to, like, just the amount of work she had to do just her to facial have a conversation, even down to the clothes that she's wearing, how she wears her hair, the type of lipstick that she's wearing, all of that just to even say the words that she had to be so careful about saying. And I'm like, man, do you know how much training she had to go through? But this is where, yes. I mean, it's it's insane. That's where I'm like, she just deserves so much credit fighting her way to the top like she did. Yes. I mean, time and time again, Mm -hmm. through the Supreme Court hearings, through legislation within California. I mean, this girl was tried and true and she was heavily vetted and she is the best person for the job because but the mental olympics is the best way to describe mm-hmm. it and i've never yeah. heard that but that's great i'll try to find where that wanna, came from because i was I like really god that was that beautiful yeah like just insane um but w- i know that you what what is anger like let's define oh. anger as <laughs> if we're gonna talk about I got it, what is it? Yep. hold on i've got like my hair all over this piece of paper it's par Don't anger worry. is a strong level of annoyance displeasure or hostility I mean, yeah. So how much have you ever been told women out there that even if you raise your voice slightly, slightly, like maybe even my voice right now to you might be seen as, wow, she's angry. Yeah. But maybe just passionate. Maybe just Mm -hmm. it's a sense of, wow, I'm really into this topic or man, I feel this deeply or I've experienced this. Yeah. And this, um, the TED talk kind of goes into this too, where she's saying that um, anger is like you you have it because it's a warning sign. Like you know something is about to happen, whether it's danger, whether it's, you know, um, just surprise, like you, it's a warning trigger for your emotional sense. So when you're taught to suppress that, you are suppressing innately what you are trying, like your body and your whole, um, like- Sensory. Yes, there's a word I'm looking for, your intuition. Oh, like, yeah. You're just, you're telling that to be quiet. You're trying to shush it just again to please other people because you don't want to disrupt the the environment around you. Even though you, you are angry and that's a warning sign that something is not going on or something's not right, you aren't allowed to tell people that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, I'm just gonna throw this question out there, that if we were told as children that your anger is a warning how powerful that would be to be like, oh, I'm listening to my warning signs. Yes. And that maybe 
we would have a little better trust in our feelings and emotions and our intuition because sometimes you know your spidey senses we, we talk about that all the time mm-hmm. like we have had to learn to trust them over and over again and I feel like that's something new for our generation yeah like, oh well we can trust ourselves we can give our permission mm-hmm. permission to ourselves you know we talk a lot about that but maybe it starts here yeah I mean wow we just had a revelation yeah <laughs> sometimes that happens yeah, in the closet sometimes it does sometimes I just I and I, I did write down the warning um but if there is a warning within and this I did read this in this article and I'll link it in the show notes um, it says that this is a sense of driving accountability within the community around you. Mm-hmm. So if you're sensing something wrong, you voice that wrong, and then that gives the community a chance to respond and make it right. So if we're squashing that down, mm-hmm. so think about not only with women, minority, minority groups. Well, in, and this happens in boys too. Like it does. Boys are taught from a young age that their anger is a very masculine thing. And it's, that's okay. Like, um, you know, like there is an example of like, um, in a kindergarten class or preschool class, like this little girl's built like a tower or castle and every day this little boy comes in and knocks it down. And, um, you know, it's never really dealt with in the moment, even though the parents are still there and they're watching it. It's always dealt with like at home, like, oh, we'll talk to him at home, like when he's doing this. And so the little girl will move her castle every day but the boy will seek her out and like knock it down and the the this you know the service happens to both of those kids because you know the parents are like oh he's just being a boy he's just you know knocking things you know that's just they're just aggressive and that's just how they they operate and that that little girl has to look at that and say that oh, okay that just must be how it is yeah that's just how it is that's just how it is like but she can't get frustrated but she can't get frustrated she's at that. meant to accommodate right and that's what she did she accommodated him by moving her castle that was getting destroyed out of the way. And that's what we've always done is that we accommodate for other people's actions because we don't want to disrupt what's going on. Mm -hmm. And like, that's where I really hope that, you know, and I don't know like when this will, you know, what generation will get this right. But like, if you, we always say, if you see something, you say something. And Mm -hmm. it's like, if you see that it's wrong, you say that it's wrong. And that's like, you you have to do that. And like, they have to be accountable on both sides for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. um, But the the whole point of that was like the, the male masculinity of like, oh, toughen up. And like, you know, like that kind of anger and that kind of like strength or like that kind of assertiveness is seen as masculine. And like, that's what you want. You're like, oh yeah, you can do that. But that's not given the same, you know, um, respect for women to just there's no space for women not no space but like the space is very limited for women to do that on their end so it's like women are soft and docile and shouldn't you know be like these hard rigid like no's but they should be like that's where we should be as teaching both men and other you know boys and girls that yes you can both be assertive in this Mm -hmm. don't be a dick and knock over a castle like don't 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 do that like Mm -hmm. That's where I I hope that, you know, with this gen- new generation of thought is let's let both be, you know, angry and assertive and it, you don't have to go around punching people, but like, it's okay if you get mad and you want to tell people that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, girls, girls and boys are different. Like that, I mean, it's not going to be, they're not the same. I get it. I don't fall into that camp of, 
they're just boys. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I mean, because look me, I get my boys can be dicks, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like we're raising them; they're not, they're not meant to be perfect coming out of the womb, and they're not going to be perfect moving forward. Um, I get that a lot from other boy moms being like, well, they, you know, that's just them. I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. not guys. It's we we have to stop that, right? right. Because yes, they have a different energy, like playing swords and wrestling, and I and I do, and I get and yeah. like we always have pillows off the couch and there's like forts and maybe there is a different kind of dynamic there but the way that you treat people should not be a different dynamic right and so that's a different and you know and how you express your feelings and how you um display your respect towards somebody should never be different right and i think that that's sometimes what we've been taught yes and accept yes I don't. I don't mind being. And I'm gonna go back to this. I don't mind being a little bit more accommodating. I think that I have. I, sometimes women are better at that. Definitely because we've learned that. I'm. I don't mind that. I'm like, wow. Because I'm just gonna assimilate and be like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm like it's like lifeboat mentality. I'm like, wait, yeah. next step. But then, if I'm not allowed to express my displeasure right. with the circumstances, that's what I don't like. I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't I be frustrated? Right. When something's an accident too. And this is going off on a tangent. That's something that I don't ever, I never understand because if something's an accident, yeah, that's, I understand that, but I'm allowed to be angry yes. at an accident. Mm-hmm. Like getting yes. hit twice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to be angry. You are allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be frustrated. Yes. My husband no longer tells me to calm down. Yeah. I've, I've mine tells me, he's like, take a deep breath because that I'll listen to. But when mm-hmm. you tell me to calm down, the very opposite happens. I will rage in your face and I'll be like, I don't need to be calm. I'm at. No, it does. It it's like the opposite of what should happen. Don't tell me to calm down. Stop it. Right. Don't right, do it. Right. There's a great um, other podcast that the Daily put out, which I'm a huge, huge fan of the Daily um, podcast. If you don't listen to it, I probably should have put it in my, that in my um, my what's popping. Um, well, we haven't had that today, so you can pop off. I can later. pop off on that. But, yeah. Uh, it's about. It's a. They do this little Sunday um, excerpt from time to time and there's a great one um, I'm going to link it that talks about women in anger and this woman who really felt the urge to like hold back a lot mm-hmm. of her emotions and she talks a lot about even with minority groups and how basically they how everyone's just being pushed down yeah so it's a great 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 listen absolutely well even like anger on a spectrum of gender and race and how that looks I mean because white men who are angry are assertive they get the job done Black men who are angry are dangerous. Yeah. White men who are ang- white women who are angry are crazy and emotional. Black women who are angry are just they're looked at they're viewed upon as dangerous, but you don't take them seriously. Like an angry black woman. They have an like, attitude. Oh. Right. They have an attitude. Mm-hmm. And it's just dismissed. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. Like that I I I want this narrative to change so much. Black women have every right to be angry. Black men have every right to be angry. White women have every right to be angry. White men have every right to be angry. Let's just understand that we are all angry and we don't need to pinpoint and like pigeonhole people because of their anger and how they choose to deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I mean, you don't really think, because sometimes you don't put it in a different perspective because you haven't lived it. Right. But you can definitely see how in certain circumstances, how you've viewed that person if they're angry. Right. Or yeah. had someone interpret how you should be viewing it mm-hmm. or how you should be like, do you see this right? Yeah. Like, and wow, how wrong that is. Yeah. 
Exactly. How wrong. And that's a heavy burden to put on somebody too. It is. Be like, oh no, you can't do that because of this, because of your skin color or because of your gender right. or both. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a completely new or not new, but a completely different um, lens that you should be looking at through and understanding that, yes, th- this is, this person has every right to be angry about this, be, even because you don't understand how it fits in your world and how your narrative, but their narrative, this is how they have to live. Mm-hmm. Imagine living your, your life in anger and in fear. Like that's, and you can't express and it. And you can't express it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like a silent, like silent mm, girl. Now we'll talk about this later. Like that, th- that's, that is not a, a conducive way to, to live. I mean, it's just not a healthy environment for anybody. And mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, I'm not going to be condescending to what you just said. I'm just going to offer a different, okay, yeah, for sure. Different switch. Um, because, this happened to me yesterday because I put out a certain video, but I wanted to make this point clear that I popped off on the internet and I felt so valid. <laughs> <laughs> and I rarely do that. I usually like shove it aside and don't mm-hmm. really care. But for some reason, like I'm, I'm my fuel, my fire is lit a little bit more. I'm like, I give zero fucks because mm-hmm. don't you get unfollow me, right? You know, if you don't agree it's with me, that's very easy to it's do. Fa- it's a button. I won't notice. It's cool. We're good. <laughs> You're good. I do not care about followers. I don't yeah. care. You're here. You're here. You're not. You're not. Right. Um, I put out, I put out a video that I did on TikTok. It was about had Luna and I together, and it was it said, uh, "Don't be polite to men who creep you out." It was a clapping mm-hmm. song, like a little preschool song. She had a kick with it, like, but I, but I wanted to tell her that I wish I would have learned that as a, as a child. Like, oh man, I feel uncomfortable. I don't want to. Yeah, you know, hug that person or eh, give off a word a weird vibe. Wish I would have been told that. Right. I wasn't. Um, the amount of people that told me I was weaponizing the word creep that it. I, which ha- I don't understand. I'm like, I, I don't understand I, how you weaponize the word I'm creep like, by that so video. You like, were, you've been creepy. Then, right. you, then you know that you've been creepy. And I mean, it's immediate for me. I'm, I'm like, you're wrong. You're right. creepy. You've been deleted and you've been blocked. Like, right. I have no time. I have no time. Like, what? it's just disheartening because that's what you see. And these were all white males that, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to talk to white males. But it, they were all white males that came out. And I'm like, but you don't see this right now. I did get a lot of like claps and be like, hell yes. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I'm teaching my kids this. Or I found this video too. or So that was great. But I've never had something so like, right. like this should be, everyone yeah. should get behind this. It's, it goes and back it to that, like, makes them feel comfortable. Right. Like, trust, like, that the fire in your belly is there for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. if it, it's, again, it's a warning sign. It is your body telling you, this is not right. Leave situation now. That, like, you, you have to listen to that and you have to lean into that. I mean, that's, and you shouldn't have to just for the sake of somebody else's ego stick around for a conversation you don't want to be in. No. And like, mm, I owe you nothing. No, I, right. Mm. that's another new I owe you nothing right like there is if I if I feel a certain way about something there is nothing that payment towards you that I that I need to give you for what you've given me does that make sense yeah and I know it's kind of layered Mm -hmm. and I think that about women and I feel like that they feel owed so many times like look what I've done for you right or um I don't. I go back to my dating life where, like, there's a dinner involved, and mm-hmm. you feel like you have to 
maybe do something you don't want to do or something right. like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Any kind of that language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye. See ya. So, yeah. Got a little fired up yesterday, but that's it's my warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's your warning. Listen to your warning. It's my warning to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was. I, mean, I feel like we've just we've wanted to have this conversation for a while. I, I remember being at the pool this summer, I think, and you sent me a text, and I don't know where you were. Um, I was in Florida. You're in Florida, and <laughs> you were like, like rattling off all this stuff, and I was like, "You okay? Are you angry now? Like what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, it's just like when a light bulb goes off. Yes, and it does that for you too. Like um, mm-hmm. you've been like stream of unconscious thought oh yeah but it just draws together like oh my gosh it's like an oh my gosh moment where you're like i've been told this my entire life and i don't want to be told this anymore right so it's just basically that was like the whole stream of yeah (laughs) of conversation (laughs) and that you had to ingest or digest Uh, but in that that took place around a also an incident on the or incident on the internet and so we'll get into that. Yeah. But that's what sent it off because I'm like, what? I wasn't allowed to be angry. I felt like I wasn't allowed to be like frustrated. Right. Which it was a frustrating, you know, granted. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I saw both sides, mm-hmm. but I was frustrated. And yeah. I, but I felt like I wasn't allowed to be frustrated. And yes. that was the worst part. Yeah. And well, and that's I think there's there's kind of two sides of that, too. It's like you can be frustrated are you allowed to be publicly frustrated? Are you allowed to share your frustration publicly? Are you allowed to share your anger publicly? Like, I mean, I have unpopular opinions all the time. Not necessarily do I want to always put them out there, but like there's definitely times where I'm like, I don't, I don't really, I mean, your opinion of my opinion isn't going to change my opinion. I mean, I'm always open to hear things, but like, you know, there are unpopular <laughs> opinions surrounding us all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's it's interesting because I've always said that, uh, you know, people have had unpopular opinions all the time. They just usually happened in your living room. They didn't happen in, you know, in the age of a digital era where mm-hmm. everybody can share their opinion all the time. But like I can remember growing up, like my parents having card games with their friends and there's always conversations going on and there's always, you know, arguing. Go- and I remember asking, I'm like, were you guys in a fight? And like, no, we were just they think one way we think another and we're still friends you know they still hug it out and you know see you next friday kind of thing but that's it's always been around we've always had differences of opinions i think now it's just they're in our faces all the time and there's there's no way to like leave the living room <laughs> unless like you just flip no, your phone over or, unless you delete yeah and delete and delete and, and, delete and yes. block and mute and and if, they, if that's what brings you peace then i high five it yeah but also r- right now it's I see it's going to get better. I know it will. I'm so looking forward to the next path. Yes. 2021 is going to be great. Um, it's There's just such a big divide. And yeah. um, so if you do believe one way, it it is like it's a line in the sand. Yeah. You know, and I hope it gets better. I yeah. think I think we are on the right path. I agree. And I mean, it's going to be it's going to be great. I like. I can disagree with people's opinions, but it's like your moral foundation. If that does not align with my moral foundation, then I have a really hard time having an authentic relationship with somebody. Then it's just a force fit or it's a, sure, I'll, I probably won't have dinner with you, but I'm like if we're out and we're having drinks or, well, where am I going? I'm not going out. I'm like, no, you're not, not having drinks anywhere. Mm-hmm. But 
and maybe that's why we're so angry. If I don't know, <laughs> like I'm not doing anything. Um, but like, I just, I'm, I don't want to align myself with someone's moral foundation that doesn't align with mine. And that's, I'm not willing to I waver that. on that. You know, and seriously, a lot of the time it's, you know, where we stand with things. I've been, well, I've only done to one person, but I asked them, are you open to hearing my side? Mm-hmm. And so if they're not, and that's fine. Like yeah. if, if you're not open to hearing my point or maybe listening to me, then we can shut it down. Right. Are you open? Mm-hmm. I feel like that gives you two power. Like yes. we can have it. We cannot. Yeah. Too. Um, but if you ever hear me say this phrase, <laughs> it means you're trapped. <laughs> I do love this phrase. And, um, it means I have you in a uh, argument stronghold. Like I, I'm like I see the flaws in your argument, right. which I, I I've only used it on a couple people. But if you ever hear me say, "Just so I'm clear, <laughs> watch out," <laughs> it's the best. I invite you to use it <laughs> <laughs> because it makes the other person be like, "Hmm, she's clear about something." <laughs> You're like, "Oh," and you, you better think long and hard. I just want to share those two things with you. Note to self and listeners, um, if you hear this happen on the podcast, either turn it up or turn <laughs> it off. Oh, she's oh, she about to go now. She just got clear. <laughs> just so I'm clear. Just so I'm clear. Okay. Got I it. do this with my husband all the time. Oh. I'm like, just so I'm clear. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> she's got me again. <laughs> it's a great line. It is a great line. Because honestly, you say that to somebody, they listening. They're like, what are you clear about? Right. <laughs> it's okay. basically Kamala going like, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> love, it. love it. Love it. I need a bobblehead with that little hand too. I'm speaking. Love it. <laughs> I'm speaking. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll, we'll move right on into our new segment called What's Poppin'? Maybe we'll have some music. But yeah, <laughs> we're going to find some fun music to put there. But for right now, you get one of these. <laughs> that was really good. Did you like that? I'll, I'll record that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'd be like like bottles of champagne popping or something. That's, that's a really good one. Or, or popcorn popping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I All like lots of things pop in our life. I know, it's true. But pops? you know the unpopular opinions. I love these. Our friend um, Nicole Green, she was uh, what Nicole wore on Instagram. She's been on the show, but I, I oh, love yeah, her. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. She's fantastic. But she always has hot takes in her stories, and I die laughing at some of these. Um, I gotta find these. Okay. Oh, they're great. They're great. But like shows that people like unpopular opinions about shows. Like, and I didn't realize there were so many people out there that hate, and I I don't like to use that word, but like hate the show Friends. Like they're like, I don't get the show. It's just a dumb show. I mean, and, and then it's it like is a, dumb. A ramble, and I'm like, wow. All right. I mean, I, if you zoom out. Yeah. I mean, it, it's dumb. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I've rewatched it. But, yeah. And yeah. there are a lot of like, um, a lot of, again, I'm just using her account as an example, but a lot of her followers or people that chimed in on this don't like Taylor Swift. Oh, and I like Taylor Swift. I know. I'm like, oh man, really? I liked her. Yeah. Avocado toast is another one. I'm like, wow. Okay. And some people are really strong about mashed potatoes. Like hate them. Think it's like the worst side dish. My kids are in that pack, but okay. Wow. Okay. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I like all of that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So unpopular opinions. It could be about food, music, shows. What's your unpopular opinion? Clothes. What, what's something like popular that you're like, eh? Mm, 
I should have been more prepared for this conversation. I feel like as soon as I drop my mic, I'm going to be like, and this one, and this one, and this one. Yeah, I'll find one. Yeah, I'll find one too. Um, dessert. Oh, I'm. You're not big on dessert. I'm not a big dessert. I, I like like a couple of desserts. I love banana pudding, but it has to be homemade. God bless my husband. He always tries. He brings, brings me home, home like a discount. Like, gas station banana pudding. <laughs> and I'm like, that vanilla wafer has not seen the light of day in years. It's so soggy. I'm like, I need a little bit of crisp in my wafer, vanilla wafer. But I'm like, damn I'll it. I'll still eat it. Stop with the gas station <laughs> banana pudding. I can't. <laughs> can't. His heart's always in the right place. So I always bananas such are all brown. An <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. We've had this conversation, babe, and clearly... Just so I'm clear, <laughs> you're not listening when I tell you no more gas station nanner pudding. Don't do it. <laughs> Funny. Ooh, you know what's in my hot take? What? Syrup. Oh, yeah. You don't. Oh, you hate syrup. Yeah, I can't. that's your. That's your that's, I can't. That's my thing. I cannot. Your with syrup. That's your pin in the Death Star. Right. Oh, I, okay. So I have come. Okay. I've, I've come a long way in my life. I used to hate mushrooms. Now I love them. Mm hmm. What was the thing to eat? To egg runny yolk. Egg. Runny she eggs. She used to never eat. Never. Runny. I was Even like, get that thing away from me. Like three years ago. Yeah. I was like, you're crazy. It's like nature's salad dressing. Right. It's great. No. No, no, no. But she did. Hated it. But now you do. Get that thing away from me right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <Like> it's gooey. <laughs> There's but power in the goo. Yeah. But maple syrup is one that I figured out what I like and what I don't like. The the <clears> stuff <throat> that comes out of like the 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 handle, you know what I mean? Like the log cabin like that kind of shit i hate that kind of stuff i feel you like it's like, like amber fake syrup but trader joe's has like a vermont maple syrup and it has a vanilla bean in it oh. that i used to flavor my ginger lemonade over the summer and i loved it because it doesn't have that uh, maple syrup smell mm. and it doesn't have that weird fake taste to it because it's like eleanor has a cereal that smells like maple syrup and oh, like yeah. she has to eat that in a different room. Like I can't do that. It's like, so strong. If my kids dip pancakes in, which they don't really, they like whipped cream more than they like syrup. Then I'm like, let me kiss you now because I'm not getting near you. Like I won't even come in the kitchen if they have that shit in there. I can't take it. Cause it's one of those smells that once it gets trapped in, like it's all I smell all day long and it gives me the worst headache. I can't with it. So yeah. that's my unpopular opinion on syrup. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular. Do you have one? It can be, it can be anything. Food, shows, clothes, music. Like, I just don't understand why you would wear fill in the blank mm. or eat. Recently, I did have a, a clothing one. I was just looking at that last night. I'm like, I can't get behind this. And it was, and I, I, I it will come to me because mm -hmm. usually I'm like, eh, I can see myself. I, yeah. I never say never with clothing, mm -hmm. but yes. this was one of those. I'm like. I've been proved myself wrong many times by thinking I'll never wear that. And then son of a bitch, I show up in biker shorts and I'm like, well, here I am <laughs> having a good time over here. Yeah. I look <laughs> In awesome. my cut off leggings is really what they are. But yeah. Yeah. I need to. I, I, it's going to come to me because I okay. was shopping last night and I'm like, mm. but I'm yeah. like, I can't. It will take a, take a strong, strong, strong switch. Okay. Um, most recently, what was my most unpopular opinion? A show, mm. I see. I'm I'm such a token. Like I follow the trends. Like I'm always like, yeah. I love all shows because I can find something I love in all of it. Have you watched The Queen's Gambit yet mm -mm. on Netflix? No, oh, gotta get on that. It's so good. Um, I love that show. 
I'm going to think of it. Yeah. The most recent one that I had unpopular. Oh, this is real unpopular. I might get letters about this. <laughs> oh, y'all about to go off. I didn't love Van Jones's reaction to the election. And that I feel like makes you an asshole. I do. Yeah, this is this was <laughs> this is my unpopular snapback. This I'm was, like, what? I felt like and we can have a difference of opinion. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely. loved I loved him being um authentic in his moment. I thought he made it a little bit too much about him because I felt like and sometimes this is my problem with Van Jones. I feel like he always wants a spotlight on him instead of and I'm like, well, have your yeah, you have your own show, good, mm-hmm. but it's just to me, it's too showmany, and I, that's why. And I have come a little bit farther on Don Don Lemon, yeah, Lennon? Don Lennon, Lennon, Lennon. Mm-hmm. I watched him for a few days. I'm like, you know, what? do you watch him when he when he's with Como? Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> that's I was like, you know what? Honestly, his oh. it went up for me. Yeah, I was like, all right, you know, I'm digging you. I'm mm-hmm. digging you now. But yeah. it's just Van. He because he, he used to come. Uh, he used to come on the View. And I was like, even then, I'm like, you're rubbing me wrong. For there's something about your demeanor that rubs me wrong. Yeah. So, sorry. Now, well, see, when you said it, you made it about him. I'm like, he was asked the question, so it'd be different if he just went on the show and we're just like, you know, sad. But like, he was yeah. asked a question, and it was just his honest, like, real time answer. And that's what I loved about it because it's like I could tell, like, for him, it wasn't scripted. Like, which yeah. on his show, like, I mean, you know, he does love attention and spot. Like, I, I do get that. But like that answer, I was like, I feel that on so Maybe many different levels. Maybe it's just my whole disposition like, about him in general. Yeah. So, sorry. Maybe well, that's it, fine. You can have an unpopular. That's, that, again, that's the whole, opinion. this is an unpopular opinion. But, I mean, I liked everybody's, it, you're allowed to have your reaction. Yeah. And, uh, no, he's allowed to have his reaction. I just felt like, it's a little disingenuous. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I felt like it, but. Yeah. Just, a, just, that's how it hit me. Yeah. But then you know what? I really accept Don Lemon, Lennon, Lennon, Lennon. I was going to say Don Lemon. <laughs> like he kind of did the I same. I want to make sure I'm saying that right too. I'm like, no, I'm like he kind of did the did same he? thing too. Like he kind of like showed emotion yeah. and whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I have against him. <laughs> no, I like it. No. Is it Don Lemon? Is Don it Don Lemon? It is. It is Don, Don Lemon. Right. I'm so nervous you're saying it's Lennon. And you're like, no, it's Lemon. You were right. I was wrong. Look at that. Yeah. So Don there's Lennon. my unpopular opinion. That's yeah. real unpopular. That's more than T Swift, man. No, it's, that's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. That's a big one. Um, what's popping for you? Oh, that was your popping. That was my popping. My yeah. popping lately. The Bachelorette. Mm. The Bachelorette. It's Tuesday, and I'm. Well, I'm I'm glad that you are excited to this watch that show. Is so great. I'm gonna give you guys a little breakdown. Oh, here, friends. Sorry, hang in there. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, so Claire Crawley, I'm really bad at last names. No, I just need a chart. <laughs> like I'm so good with faces and names, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm so she went on the show. She's like, she's been on like every Bachelorette kind of thing. She's been on the Bachelor. And she ain't found love. Imagine that. Oh, I don't What's her problem? Um, no, and just, you know what I really <laughs> love about her? She's she's come forth with like you know a lot of different issues she's had and whatever um so that's great but man i felt like she pressured this guy hardcore if you guys haven't seen it like so they're engaged oh but i felt like wait so yeah there's it's it's only been on for like four weeks this is the fourth episode of the series season she's already engaged yeah is is all the rest of them gone so there were 16 left so confused she said basically like i found the love of my life it's dale we're gonna, and then Chris was like, um, you've blown up the Bachelorette. You see, you see that, right? 
Chris then goes to Dale and it's like, so engagement has to happen. Because I feel like that's like the finite of the show. Like this is where the crux is. Like someone has to be engaged. Oh, and for shit. you to be like the bachelorette, like you have yeah. to be engaged pretty right. much. And so like, you should have seen his face last week. He was like, I mean, like I was just going to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like she's, he's like, no, you got to have like a, I mean, they straight like zoomed Neil Lang in like zoom, like zoom called him. He's like, so you got a ring. He's like, uh, yeah, look, hold on. Let me like dig real quick. And oh, like, I mean, gosh. I think like they overnighted or like express shipped this Neil Lang, like four carat diamond in and, so you know what she did? She's just, just so you're clear. <laughs> just, just so, so you're, you're clear. That's <laughs> what she did to that poor guy. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's really funny that uh, that the, um, the whole point of the show was to extend it weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And she's like, no, I'm good. So they brought another girl in. Tasha. Oh. Yeah, so this is another thing. This is what is so funny. Like, how is this girl supposed to be? I, I, we're going to find out more tonight. But I love talking about this because no one else in my world watches this. I'm like, somebody, somebody. I know. We need to get Danielle back in here and you guys can talk about it. Yeah, I'm so like, I'm lost. Tasha is coming in after Claire. Okay. And like bombshell. This might be one of the prettiest bachelorettes I've ever seen in my life. Like flawless. Um, so these 16 guys, I guess, I don't even know if they're going to bring in more guys because I feel like how she, she only gets 16 and like Claire had like 31 to start and now like, oh yeah. Oh. It's it's a it, this process I is so. I feel like this show up. would give me so much anxiety. I'd be like, oh my god, why, why? Oh my god, I would have diarrhea every day if I was on the show. Either way, right? Either way, Bachelorette or being on The Bachelor, I'm like, it's it's basically an emotional. Actually, that's my bad place being on one of those shows. <laughs> but I'll watch it. The watching it is the good place, right? Being on is the bad place. place. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Oh, that's a good question. What would be your bad place? That's next week. Oh, next week. Okay, got it. Because we're we're wrapping it. We we're gonna wrap this up. We're, you gotta get to DC. I know. I gotta gotta finish packing. <laughs> this has been fun, guys. This has been fun. Thanks for uh, checking in this week. I love it. It's good stuff. Um, and if you're tuning back in, we really appreciate it. Just feel free. You know, we say it every week. Write us a review. Give us some star love. Five is preferable. We'll take four. We'll take four. I mean, like, I mean, I'll, I'll I mean, five. five is really where it's at. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But mm-hmm. that's on you, boo. That's on you. That's on you. But, um, or just, you know, follow us on the Instagram. Yeah. And we want to hear from you. Like, tell us, what are your unpopular opinions? We'll, we'll get a little um, fun love out there, but definitely want to know what you guys are feeling. Um, what is your unpopular food take and unpopular show take? Yeah. Let us know. What's something just like, I'm not feeling this. Right. Or if you are feeling something, you're like, listen, I want to shout it from the rooftops. This, I'm so excited about this. We want to hear those too. We like, want it all. No one likes this, but I love it. I'm exactly. Like, oh, like me and The Bachelor. Oh, friends. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.